0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Anna Bomb Show, number
1: 172.
2: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning,
1: talk to hey, good, on morning and good, on good morning, morning,
2: good morning to I gotta sing it hey, in. Good, good
1: morning to Ready you morning. and you. It's great to stay you stay you. There you go, there you go, that's what I wanted to hear. There's
2: one. That's one. That's one. Hey Mr. Bradley, how you doing buddy?
1: I'm doing great man, what's up?
2: Well, 172 episodes. We're glad you're here. I'm Bob. He's Ed. Folks, we're glad you're listening too, wherever you may be listening, whenever you're listening. And uh, we're here at the end of October, going into the end of October. And uh, good to see you, man. Everything good, okay,
0: seeing, Yeah, thank you.
2: Looking forward uh-huh. to it. Yeah. Well, we uh, got a good show planned, so uh, uh-huh. we look forward to doing that. We got complaints, and we're going to. Uh, I had the mailbag, and we're going to uh, have questions and stuff like that in our topic of the day. So it should be good, but we always kick off with looking back uh of what things that happened uh, this week, back into our previous uh, years. So what you got, Ed? Well, we're
0: going to go back to 1879. Mm. Thomas Edison from Fort Myers, Florida, successfully tested an electric lamp. With a carbonized filament in his laboratory in new jersey he kept it lit for 13 hours D- did he get a patent on that <laughs> i don't
2: know is he still making money off this thing or oh, ge G-
0: yeah the edison family should be really rolling in it right now <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow can you imagine i mean that's like what was we talked about last time a uh, first car i mean yeah, think about that would, i mean yeah. some of the incredible um uh, inventions I mean this is to, to, the light bulb that's like inventing fire or the wheel in my way no of thinking no way. <laughs> because you know I mean used to they would go around and re- light the street lamps with the oil and stuff at night in these little cities and here you are you don't have a light you could turn on anytime mm. wow just it's to it's think about it I mean I don't, I don't think amazing. young people think about uh, some of the inventions uh, but uh, that's pretty amazing. What else we got?
0: Well, I'll say the first transatlantic radio voice messages was made by American Telephone and Telegraph Company from Virginia to Paris. And that was in 1915. And it wasn't Can You Hear Me Now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that is a long ways away. And to think that you could for somebody to think, you know, what if we could talk to them? They'd be, they'd be going, no, nah, man, you, what are you you, tripping. Well man. Well, they wouldn't yeah, have said tripping, a bear, but you know. <laughs> it, be, it, was a, it was a buried cable. That
0: was is even, wild.
2: It
0: was buried.
2: How many miles Eight. is it from uh, America to Europe? I did not even thought about that. Is it? A couple uh, of thousand, I would think. I was going to say 2,000 miles, probably. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. But they
0: dropped the cable. That's how they did it.
2: Uh, well, while you're telling the next one, I'll look it up and see how long the cable is. Okay. All right, go ahead.
0: All right. Let's see. We got uh, uh, the shootout at the OK Corral in Tombstone, Arizona. Hadn't been many movies made about that,
1: but that no. happened
0: between the <laughs> feuding Clantons and the Earp families. Wyatt Earp, two of his brothers, and Doc Holliday gunned down two Clantons and two others. And they at the OK Corral. I mean, I wonder how many movies have been made about the OK Corral. I
2: don't know. I've never been there. I don't. Know. I guess it's a tourist attraction, but I've never. No. Uh, been there to see, you know, uh, what it's all about and whatever. But I'm sure they probably fantasized or made it, a, you know, about the whole thing far more than what it really was. It's like you go down to hear about this famous thing, you go over there and it's like, uh, this is it. That, that's it. Mm-hmm. So um, another one here. At October, the missiles of October, 1962. Kennedy said there's Russian missiles in Cuba, and you remember what we did, didn't you?
0: Yeah, we, we put ships around Cuba. We said, you ain't going to do that.
2: You ain't coming and going anymore. That's come to a halt. Yeah. That was a scary time. It, 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 again, in the six, 62, the missiles of October, um, that's when, uh, you know, kids in schools, you got dog tags. And it wasn't because parents thought it was cute you wearing a dog tag. It was in case you were killed in a nuclear attack that they could identify your body.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people wanted to go out and join the Army or join the Navy during that time, too.
2: Wow, and it lasted, what, 13 days, something like that, and then yeah. they pulled the missiles out of Cuba? Yeah. Wow. 90 miles, buddy, 90 miles from U.S. land. What else they got?
0: Well, let's see here. Uh... Chicago gangster Scarface Al Capone was sentenced to eleven years in jail for federal income tax evasion in thirty-four. Eleven years,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he was transferred to Alcatraz <laughs> Al- prison in San Francisco, and he was paroled in nineteen thirty-nine, suffering from syphilis. He retired to his mansion in Miami Beach, where he died in
2: nineteen forty-seven. Wow! He served all of five years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was, you know al capone that's kind of, <laughs> they just wanted to say they put him in jail although it didn't mean anything
0: i guess so yeah that's probably true Golly. The area all right open let's see yeah. new york city subway began operating running from city hall to west 145th street first underground and underwater rail system in the world that's pretty wow. good
2: 1904 <laughs> Yeah, it's still Have going. you ever wondered how they, you know, took a town and said, hey, we're going, to, we're going to dig underneath the town and then we're going to put trains underneath it. And I would imagine people look at everybody going, you're going to do what? <laughs> I mean, how did they, I mean, some of those things are like, there's three and four or five tracks deep underneath some of those buildings in New York. How? I don't know how they did all that.
0: I know it. I know, that's true. I
2: mean, you know, back in the 1900s, mm-hmm. but well, you know, there's a will, there's a way, I guess. That's so, true. All right. Let's move along, ahead. Let's get into some questions of the day and we'll let you go first.
0: All right. My question of the day, get started here. You know, it seems like that uh, there's some families are really trying to make ends meet going to the grocery store. And if your family has been like my family, we've had to rearrange how we buy food. And my question is, are you doing what we're doing? We don't buy name brands. We only buy the brands that are, you know, like the house brands of canned goods and other types of things. And don't, we're not buying as much meat, I'm trying to keep our food prices down and don't buy any box cereal or anything. that's been killing me, but that's that's an expensive thing. You know, oh, my, is it really? Oh yeah. Bag potato chips and things like that.
2: That sounds like something that kids are staple items for young kids. You know, you're packing your lunch bag with chips and stuff and you're mm-hmm. you're having cereal in the morning for breakfast. Absolutely.
0: I have to have oatmeal or something, but it, it's it's, you know, most of those cereal boxes and I used to, I love cereal, but it would be just half empty anyway. It's very expensive. And the prices just keep going up, up, and up. But you, you know, if you buy if you buy the house brands, when you're yeah. buying food, uh, uh-huh. it's not as expensive. And uh, it's those name brands that's doing the advertising and things that's so expensive. And there, you know,
2: um, we, my wife, obviously, she does the shopping. Although we've started something new, and it, it, it at the, we bought, uh, ordered online, had delivered, and. And after we did that once, she said, well, that worked out pretty well. And then we did it. We've done it like the last three times or four times. Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't even go to the store anymore. They deliver it to the door because it doesn't cost any extra. And really? no. Uh, is that, I've is got, that
0: from a local market?
2: I've got Walmart Plus. Oh, okay. And my uh, credit card uh, told me, we'll pay for your Walmart Walmart plus if you get it uh, it's some kind of deal they're doing so I pay for it and then they credit it back to me every month, which makes no sense. but with Walmart plus they give you free delivery mm-hmm. so they deliver it free and and um, you know but I, you've got a big you, you've got all those kids and grandkids that are always at your house. I can't my kids and grandkids won't even come over I, I, you know they're too busy doing 18 million things. And so um it's just me and the wife and so we're just not eating that much. Um so I don't find us I mean but you're right like on meats I don't know that I don't I think I of meats anymore. It's more of like fish or mm-hmm. something like that. And, yeah, we um, we do. Yeah,
0: uh, the beef is down to about one one day a week. One night, one meal a week.
2: Did you used to grill all the time on the grill? Absolutely. Every,
0: every day. Every really? Day, every day? Wow. Everything was
2: on the grill in the
0: summer. Well, that was—it
2: was kind of fun to do too, you know. Yeah, that's right. I'd bet I haven't turned on the grill in six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know. You. why. No. it's just—that you have. All right, let's see. Is it? Um, I got my question. Okay. All right, Halloween's just a few days away, <clears throat> and I was wondering because I was—I was—I was thinking about this because I—I was going to buy some candy what is What was your favorite treat when you were a kid and you would go out trick or treating? Do you remember or did you have a favorite
0: well I, as far back as I can remember, I love snickers, the snickers bars, and those little ones of course, yeah. when I was a child, they didn't have that most of the yeah. time yeah you know you would you would get something that uh, healthy <laughs> i mm. actually went to a house one time i got
2: toothpaste can you believe that <laughs> what yeah that that should you should just throw it back in their face that's right Absolutely. we're not having that so what was
1: your
0: favorite bob
2: you know i didn't like nuts as a kid i mean i love snicker bars now but there's nuts in snickers bars so i hated anybody gave me any nuts and i was like well i guess my sister's gonna get that um but I always liked the uh, uh, Three Musketeers.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Three Musketeers bars. I don't even know. Do they still have that?
0: Yeah, sure they do.
2: Uh, I, it was my favorite. I loved them. And, uh, you know, I would, if I got one, then the night I would go, oh, man, can't wait to get home. <laughs> okay. Now we got it going on. Okay. <laughs> but then if I didn't get one, I'd be like, I'd have to get a Snickers bar and scrape the candy off of it. Away from the nuts, so. <laughs> now,
1: and when, I was, when
0: I was a kid, I could go door to door. Yep. Trick or treat. You can't do that anymore. You know, I think parents you know, are afraid of it.
2: A... Well, they go. They go in certain neighborhoods. Like mm-hmm. in my neighborhood, you might get nobody, or you might get less than ten people. Okay, wow. or ten kids. In my son's neighborhood. Uh, in, in the new Westmoreland area, area, I mean, they come from all over the city. Mm. The streets will be lined with cars, and mm-hmm. they don't live there, okay? They, they come from all the communities wherever, and my son at his house, I bet he'll have a thousand trick-or-treaters.
0: <gasps> Good grief. Yeah. thousand. I'll
2: bet, you, I'll
0: bet you I haven't seen a trick-or-treater in
2: 20 years. <laughs> well, you know, if you'd, if you'd leave a light on <laughs> or something, you know, uh, come well, on, Ed. <laughs> no, I not really. Well, you know,
0: back in Harden Valley, they had to walk a half a mile up the hill to get to the house. They didn't Well, that yeah, way. exactly. Yeah, and, and, and where I live now, I'm afraid to get shot, I guess. Well, when I mean. we
2: used to live in uh, uh, Crestwood Hills, we both lived out there. Uh, mm-hmm. There are a lot of trick or treaters there. Yeah, there are. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: If you get in a young neighborhood, for sure, you're a lot of treacherous
2: church yep. All right, we're going to get into our topic of the day, Ed. What is it?
0: Our topic of the day why are churches dying? Are they dying? Hmm.
2: Are they dying? Well, let's are find out. Dying? We're going to talk okay. about it. Ed, you've got a sponsor. Weigel Stores,
0: family-owned and operated for over 90 years. It's East Tennessee's favorite convenience store, Weigel's, all over East Tennessee. 93 locations to serve you. They wow. have kitchens and most of them, and the great gas prices. It's just a good community, locally owned or a convenience store. And they're special this month on the uh, the meat, mi- milk flavor. Now, this is, you don't have to buy this flavor, but you can get regular milk too. But I really like the pumpkin spice milk. <laughs> <That's so fun. laughs> I mean, it's good. It's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it really reminds you of of the fall and Thanksgiving and what's going on. And also remember the Weigel store is special. You buy one and give one special, and it's still going on now. So when you purchase a gallon of milk, you have the chance to provide a gallon for our friends over at... at, uh, at uh, Second Harvest. Uh, Second Harvest, there it is. Ask your cashier at the register about this opportunity to give back. And I know many of you are doing that, so it's been very successful. Isn't that great? That is fantastic.
2: Okay. All right, Ed, let's get into our topic of the day. Um, is the church dead? Um, church attendance is down. Some churches have closed their doors across America. Um, and Ed, and I want to know, why is that? What happened? Was it just the pandemic and they forgot to come back? Or did uh, did the churches do something wrong? Or is the devil taking a hold? What is it, Ed? What's going on here? (laughs) Well, I don't
0: know exactly for sure, but I do think that, you know, what we realize is Christianity has certainly been changing over the years. And uh, it's it's the I think the the younger generation is not coming to church like us older, you know, every time I would go to church, it's all old people. And I thought, Mm -hmm. what's going on here? You know, but it's in transition. And they've been saying that for years, too. But they say the church is not dying. Forty percent of Americans say they go to church weekly. But as it turns out, less than 20 percent are actually in church. So in other words, more than 80 percent of Americans are finding more fulfilling things to do on weekends. And it's not golf or anything like that. Uh, But somewhere between 4,000 and 7,000 churches close their doors every year. Wow. That's amazing, isn't it?
2: Well, is, is is so? Are we saying is God evolving? He's not as he's not as the church isn't as important to him or something.
0: Well, I think the church has changed. You know, it, it's I think the church has tried to change to appease the people, and and they turned into you know like this the worship service has turned into a, a production, a music production, and it's not the rock same. Rock concert,
2: eh? Rock concert, yeah,
0: it is. That's right. Wild rock music and. And they try to do that to to lure people in. In reality, they're pushing them away. Uh, Whites are the majority of people in the church today, 64%. But they'll be the minority.
2: Is is God at church? God's everywhere. (laughs) I know, but I mean, well.
0: I know know what you're saying.
2: The churches, I guess what I'm saying is this. Um, churches may be dying, but obviously, as we just said, God had gone anywhere because it, because it isn't the only place he's at it. It's a place where you go to worship and here's my, I'm going to give you my two cents. And then you tell me what you think. I, do, I think we took a place of worship and we turned it into not we, ministers, congregations, uh, the board of trustees, they changed it into something that they wanted it to be for them. So that it's no longer a worship service of God. And and, and I'll give you another example, and I know you've heard me talk about it before. There was an inner city church uh, in a big city, God, I can't remember if it was Philadelphia or what it was. And it was dying. I mean, they were down to like a hundred people, where they used to have thousands, and they couldn't figure it out, and and the, they were going to have to close their doors. And uh, so they asked for help from uh, uh, another uh, church that was thriving, and and you know, not close by, far away. And the minister of the other church said, "Well." what does your community need? And the guy was like, well, I don't know what they need, but they need us because we're there and we're a church. Mm -hmm. And and he said, it doesn't sound like you know what your people need. So the other church did a survey and went around and asked all through the neighborhood, asked people, what's your greatest need? And they found that the number one need people were hungry. People didn't have enough to eat in this community where this church was located. Mm -hmm. And so they said, the church, they went back to the board and they said, you all should feed your neighbors. And so what they did is they started having breakfast before church service for everybody that wants to come. Mm -hmm. They had food. And and if you wanted to take some food home, you could. And it took off. Neighbors came, they had breakfast, they stayed for the service, they participated, and over a year's time, that church was back like it was because they were meeting the needs of the people that God wanted them to do to start with.
0: There you go. Well, all these church buildings are empty for most of the time. And then, you know, sometimes it's, it's I went to a contemporary worship experience a few years yeah. ago. And mm-hmm. the pastor came out in blue jeans, and he actually had holes in his blue jeans.
2: Oh, God, yeah, I've seen that. And
0: and I thought, you know, I know you make enough money, you don't have to do that, and you're not a teenager. Teenagers mm-hmm. do these trends, but it's it's a different thing. So this contemporary worship place, you know, it, it's, it just doesn't work for me. And I don't, I don't know the music, I can't sing along with it. It's just, I like the old hymns, you know. But <laughs> I really do. I mean, well, see, yeah. that
2: goes back to what I just said. That that church is not meeting your needs. No. Because it has no clue what your needs are or what you're it's, wanting. No. And it's never, so, nobody's so. ever asked you, how you like no. our church, Ed? You know? Uh, no. and, and let me ask you this, because you bring up a good question, this minister out there with jeans in his, hole, holes in his jeans and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not so sure that the leadership of churches is who should be leading them. Now I know a lot of people in some churches, and they hear this; they're going. To, it's going to make them mad. well I said that, but if your church is not doing well, it may have a leadership problem. Yeah. Maybe it's lost well, its direction or something.
0: Well, well definitely a programming.
1: <laughs> well
2: are, are you saying ed that it's a it's an evolution that everything will come back don't worry about it it's all going to be good no, churches will be so. back I, and strong
0: i think churches are struggling and they're searching for that answer and some of them are some of it's working and some of it's not working and it you know it depends on what you're used to i guess but the uh, i think the small congregational church is, is history i really do you know, it it, it is, it's now mega churches, TV churches, so much difference,
2: big money. Well, did, did uh, the pandemic cause this and everybody couldn't go to church and they just didn't come back? Is that just the problem? It's just a matter of they haven't come back yet?
0: Well, I think that's part of it. I really do. I really do. But I think one thing is, I think you're right that it's not meeting the needs of the community and, and, And people were going to the church because they go to church on Sunday and they they Mm weren't really happy with it. So now when they couldn't go, they just decided, well, I feel better.
2: (laughs) Well, it's just like, what was I getting out of it anyway? And maybe they reexamined it or something. But I do think that um, um, the people leading some of these churches think they know everything. And they're more what they're doing, and their service is more important to them than what do you, what does my flock need? If you really want to get exactly. basic, exactly.
0: That's exactly so. right. So it,
2: yeah. And they
0: and they think they know what you you need, but actually, what I think people need is to hear the, the uh, gospel and 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 you know share. Uh, thoughts and and what's going on in the country. And and also, I think they need to share races, too. You know, I think one of the things I liked about Billy Graham, and this is one of the few things I liked about him. But anyway, he made a lot of money. But I think he 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 would recognize black ministers and have black people involved in his his crusades. And and we don't do that. You know, we still have white churches and black churches. Now, why is that? Tell me, why is that?
2: I don't know if it's a generational thing. I mean, we still have older white people that are conditioned to I, I don't I need to stay away from black people. Yeah. And I've never felt that way myself. I, but makes, and the reason I'm not saying that to pat myself in the back. what I'm saying is maybe my generation doesn't have that feeling or something uh, that an older generation, their parents, that generation that's gone, really said you need to keep the races separate. And maybe there's a lingering of that older generation, or maybe I'm wrong in that. And also,
0: I think there's a separation between women and men, depending on which church you go to. Some churches are so conservative that they don't let the women do anything. And then other churches are very liberal, and, and, and you can have a woman minister or the or married same-sex same couples and things. Now, see, I don't see anything wrong with whatever you want to do as long as you're comfortable with it and you're not stepping on somebody
2: else's toes. Yeah, and, I mean, we're all human yeah. beings and we're, exactly. whatever you are is whatever you are. And and as far as men and women, and in every in 90% of the families across America, who was the leader of we're going to church? The mama. You dad going right. Mom said, well, you're getting in there and getting dressed. We're going to church. Church, and, right. and, da- and dad was going, well, I was thinking about, not, no, you're not, we're <laughs> going to church. church okay, we're right. going. So why would it only be men leading the service? It makes no exactly. sense. Exactly.
0: It doesn't. <laughs> They'd let the ladies get up and talk about Sunday school or maybe say a prayer or something, and that'd be it. And I don't uh, understand that. And I'm not saying ridiculous. they have to be ministers, but,
2: but they're no different than men. No, no. God, I know that's frustrating me too. I mean, listen, it's amazing in in some kind of organized thing. You won't let women or whatever be involved in something when in the house, they're the leaders of maybe that particular thing. Exactly. They're in
0: charge of the children and they they make it happen. There you go. So I think by doing that, you would see an increase in uh, church attendance.
2: Well, what else we need to... Cover on this, or what? What are the thoughts you well, have before we get out of here? I don't want to leave anything hanging.
0: Well, I've got I've got a lot of things I want to talk about like this, and we'll have to probably have to do it at another show or something. But you know, the U.S. has always had a tradition of building a wall of separation between church and state.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the church stays out of government, the government stays out of church. But unfortunately, almost complete lack of oversight has led to a number of very high-profile abuses and excesses. And it's causing some people in government to start questioning whether they've been a bit too permissive, where churches, especially the ones with the large media footprints, are concerned. And I think it's turning a lot of people off.
2: You're talking about mega churches, aren't you?
0: I'm talking about mega churches and televangelists. It's just amazing. And I'll give you one example real quick here. I know OK, done yeah, done. I'm not
2: in a hurry. We don't have a place oh, to go. Oh, we don't? Oh, no, okay. we, got we got plenty of time. You're not going to cut me off? No, you're wide open, baby. All right, Kenneth Copeland. Never heard of
0: him. You never heard of him?
2: I I don't follow any of those. I've got one preacher I ever watched on TV, so uh, go ahead.
0: This guy has a net worth of more than $760 million.
2: Holy smoke. Kenneth and Gloria
0: Copeland, who jointly run the Kenneth Copeland Ministries, are 800-pound gorillas of the televangelism world. They've got more wealth than the rest of the of the name brand top list combined. His ministry campus is a sprawling 1,500-acre estate near Fort Worth, Texas. Not just Mm -hmm. a church, but a private airstrip for his jets. And he went on the air and told people that God wants him to buy this $47 million jet so he can travel around. And you know what? They're sending the money in for him to do that.
2: That's the dumbest thing I've ever in my life.
0: He owns a six million dollar house, which sits on the shores of a lovely lake and is used to house the hardworking minister and his family.
2: God bless him. Pat
0: Robinson, Pat Robinson, you know him.
2: Yeah, I know him. I've heard his name. Yeah.
0: He has a net worth of 100 million. Wow. Benny Hinn, Joel Osteen, the darling of the. the yeah, millions. yeah, yeah. He never mentions Christ. He only talks about how what makes what you need to do to feel good. He has no religious training he inherited his church from his father took it up a notch to move the church to an old stadium that the city was abandoning and he has a net worth of 40 million so oh. it, it uh, you know it, it is it's just big business and it,
1: it
2: oh, who had gosh. the uh i remember we would drive to san diego and we'd pass this great big church but it had closed and it was the crystal yeah yeah something but it's it went open. under Oh, you know, it is. It
0: went under. It went under. But it's. I what think, was that
2: guy's name? Robert? Somebody?
0: Yeah, Robert. Uh, I think he died, didn't he? But I think you're right. I remember seeing him on TV too.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, I, I got one guy I've watched, and that's a guy from Atlanta. What's his name? Oh, that's my Lord. That's I came baby there. Yeah. I can't even think of his name, but. but uh, 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 um. <laughs> Old grandfatherly looking kind of guy. Um yeah, but he, did, he ended up getting divorced right in the middle of when I was watching him he like, Oh, he's getting divorced. I'm like, he's not supposed to be getting divorced, he's a preacher. Yeah. How, how sure. can they have he, how can they have marital problems?
0: Well they do, don't <laughs>
2: they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I found out that preachers are like everybody else, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh well, you know what is that, that guy's name? Oh god. I'll think I, of it later. Yeah, we'll think of it.
0: His son is Andy. Uh, he has churches too. Uh, well,
2: gone on. It. Well, I'll think of it here in a minute. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> well, this is, it,
0: here's a good one. I like this. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, this one. This one televangelist says to, if you don't have the money, put it on your credit card. Oh God. And and. If you plant a seed in the form of cash, that's what they all talk about, plant a seed. And by giving it to one of these churches, your seed will grow and you'll wind up getting the money you donated back many times over. Now, exactly how that happens, I don't know. And it's never explained. It's in God's hands. And he hasn't been. Well, evidently you did something
2: wrong if you didn't get rich.
0: That's right. So in the meantime, even though we cannot peer directly into the financial records of the biggest churches run by televangelists, they just run them wild. There's no supervision.
2: Well, I to, was thinking of Dr. Through. Charles Stanley.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So
2: yeah. is, he, is he rich?
0: Is that guy rich too? I don't know. He's not on my list. But he, he has a big church in Atlanta, and he, it's right off the interstate there. Let's see. They
2: say he's worth $1.5 million. Well, that's not too bad. I'll oh. let him have that. <laughs> you let him have it. Golly, can I be a preacher?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you can. But you know, most of these church, most of the preachers are getting about $45,000. And
2: yeah, uh, there's
0: Gloria Copeland, who's on TV. She yeah. regularly tells her audience not to seek medical treatment or like chemotherapy. Oh, my and God. And she said, You should be planting seeds, sending money to their ministry so God will bless them with a cure.
2: Oh, my God. Isn't that awful? Oh my God! I would. How do people do that?
0: Well, they're they're not very smart, and they're looking for help, and they don't know what to do.
2: You know. Now, I was
0: looking Billy at this Grant, Kenneth,
2: Kenneth Copeland. Wow! I mean, that's yeah, just, that's unbelievable. That's crazy people. stuff
1: right and, there, man.
0: And he's on TV recently saying that God wants him to buy that big jet. And he and he said, now, you want to do what God wants me to do, so you need to send me the money to buy this jet. And people are saying, yes, I'll send you the money.
1: Mm.
0: Billy Graham has a net worth of about $25 million.
2: Copeland had been married three times. Did
0: you know that? No. I do know that he wanted to be a singer, a recording artist. Wow
2: in his younger days well i'm sorry i can't um i can't get into that um wow and so he's got private jets and everything oh yeah i mean it's huge it's huge say so he bought a Gulfstream from tyler perry he bought another jet for 20 million good grief i'm sorry ed that's a bunch of hooey to me buddy it is a bunch of hooey
0: but people that's where they're getting the money from people poor people poor people are sending their money because they're hoping for a miracle.
2: Well, let me ask you a question. Couldn't you reach more people if they see in the airport and you catch a plane like everybody else and you see them on the plane, thank you so much for being here, You know, God is this, that and the other and I'm here for you instead of I'm gonna get on a private jet so I can avoid people. Right. Because that's all you're doing is avoiding people.
0: And he says openly that God told him to do this and he's telling yeah. you to send me the money. Of course he did,
2: yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't see how, well, I'll tell you what, I don't think we'll be seeing them in heaven.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hey, you're, you're banking on you being there, first of all, buddy. I'm not, I'm trying That's to work true. on myself <laughs> there. We're doing the best we can. Let's open up, up that mailbox. Let's move along all to there. You go. ready?
0: Here's Happy Pappy from Tupelo, Mississippi. This what? Happy yeah, Happy Pappy. <laughs> I
2: like it. So,
0: Sounds like a restaurant, doesn't it? Happy pappies. Does Trump have a chance to be elected president
2: again? You know that's a tough question. Every day, i i don't I don't know because I think that um, there's a, bit, a lot of people out there that want him to be president. I, I sometimes think our country needs an extremely strong leader regardless of these guys' faults, because they all got their faults. I mean, God, Joe Biden, Lord have mercy. The guy's mm-hmm. off the page, not prepared to be president, shouldn't be president, but he is anyway. Okay, so they all have their faults. Um, they're just people like the rest of us. But I, obviously he has a chance, but I don't know if, uh, DeSantis, is that his name, DeSantis.
0: Right.
2: Has splintered his following uh, to where he couldn't win. Well, What's your I thought? Think,
0: I think Trump does have a chance, um, and I didn't think so at first, but I do think now he does. And I think uh, it's 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 going to be a crisis in this government in the country when this happens when the election happens again. It will be if he gets if he gets the votes, it will be another crisis. So it's, in, in a way, I hope he doesn't, but in another way, I don't care if he does because that's the way it is. But but I certainly think he has a good chance. I really do. Better than 50-50, I think.
2: Here's my thoughts. If somehow Trump can get DeSantis to be his running mate, I think they run away with it. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If DeSantis goes against him, Trump will attack him and they'll be attacking each other and tear them both down. But if DeSantis say, listen, I'll be your running mate, but you know I, I'm running after this and I get full support, they literally, Trump could be in there for eight years and then DeSantis eight years.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Next 16 years could be those two. Absolutely. I, and I think, it's a given if DeSantis will somehow agree to be the running mate, it's a done deal. I, I don't think there's any way they get beat.
0: No, I don't think so either. And I, I think actually Trump may not get beat you know, on his own. But uh, it's, it's And then again, you know, there's a lot of people in the government and they're trying to do so much stuff in the courts. And ABC News, TV News, every night, every night they show that that uh, January the 6th riot at the Capitol and they talk about Trump. I mean, the press is doing everything they can to keep him from running.
2: Well, there's like eight people. I don't know if you've seen this picture. There's eight people in the media that are talking heads. They're married to people that were either are either in the Biden administration or were in uh, uh, Obama's administration. They're all I Democrats. Know. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm going to find this and send it to you. You'll, you'll go, what? Because they don't use each other's last names. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they're all Democrats, Ed, in ABC, NBC, CBS. They wouldn't dare talk good about a Republican. So it's not going to happen.
0: A late night right. TV, same thing. Yep. Okay, one yep. more here. All right. This is Janice from Seattle. Do you guys carry all the time?
2: Hmm. We carry on. Um, (laughs) I'm sure she's talking about, uh, do we carry uh, concealed weapons on our body? What's the answer, Ed? Yes. Yes, I do too. If you see me, unless I'm out having a beer with some friends, uh, which it's illegal to carry and drink liquor or beer, even if you are a policeman, by the way, in case you, you want to know that policemen can't go out and have a beer with their gun on their hip <clears throat> but uh if 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 i'm not having a beer with some friends or something yes yeah, somewhere on my body i've got a gun there you go so i and i and i don't know if you do it or not sometimes i'll have two
0: no i just have one
2: <laughs> there, there's there's too many weird things going on uh, let me give you just what's happened in my neighborhood. And you know where I live in the last week at which you would say, well, nothing's ever going to happen in your neighborhood, Bob. In the last week <clears throat> we were walking the dog down the street and a deranged man was coming down the road, weaving back and forth, walking. And, uh, the police came and had to pick him up cause he didn't know where he was the next week next week at 8 o'clock in the morning, walking down the street was a completely naked man. 8 o'clock in the morning. Last night, last night, two houses down from me, their car was hot-wired and it was uh, involved in a high-speed crash in Georgia today. And you live in a
0: really nice neighborhood.
2: (laughs) Again, my point is, I don't care where you think you live and you're all safe. Something can happen that you never thought was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Don't ever assume, oh, well, there's no chance of blah, blah, blah. And I would rather have the ability on me to defend myself and those around me when something crazy happens. So that's why I do it. If people are listening to me and saying, oh, you're an idiot, Bob. you Sometimes you get two, yeah, that's really brilliant. So anyway.
0: Well, I think you're right, and that's why I carry two.
2: Hmm. All right, Ed, let's see, uh, we've got to move along. And uh, where's my list? I don't even know where the show list is. What's What's next, we did the- We're gonna uh, talk about some uh, future topics. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. we're going to uh, tell everybody what, uh, well, this is the Ed and Bob show. So we got complaints. Yeah. That's what it is. We just did a mailbox. You got a complaint? Yeah, I got a complaint.
0: Yep. Well, you know, years ago when they were going to build that big orange route around Knoxville.
2: Oh, God, I wish they had and, done that.
0: Well, I openly opposed it on the radio. And, I mean, I, had, I opposed it. I had meetings and communities and all that stuff to oppose it. And wow. I'm so sorry I did that. I were they apologize. coming through your farm or something? Yeah, they were going. To, well, they were going to be within a mile of my farm. But but I, even at that, I'm still. I apologize. I should have. I shouldn't have opposed it. Wow. Because it. it, it I mean, the truck traffic on the interstate is unbelievable. You know, used hmm. to we had ten thousand trucks a day. We're up to twenty thousand trucks a day. Oh. Pellissippi Parkway has as much traffic on it as Interstate 81 between Knoxville and Virginia every day. Wow. It's, I don't know what's going to happen to us, but it's not going to be nice. I can tell you that. That's my
2: complaint. Well, I and I listen, it's it's uh, there's uh, three things that are terrible around here. It's uh, coming in at, in the afternoon from West Knoxville. It's uh, coming out of downtown, approaching 640, and then it's um, 640 at uh, coming on, like you're going north, almost to Merchants Road there, uh, approaching coming on to 275 going north. Those three areas need a solution. And you know how long, it, 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 a solution would be 10 to 15 years off. So you can imagine Absolutely. how bad this is going to be in five years. Right. Wait till Saturday, the Tennessee-Alabama oh, game. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, let's, um, oh, I complaint. got a complaint. My complaint, my complaint is, uh, is this. If, <laughs> yeah. you're, if, if you were, if, if you know, if you, these days right now, if you've got a kid going to school and you hear, well, um, you know, we got my loan forgiven. Would you let your kid go to school if they had to get a student loan or would you only let them go to school that, that you know, you can pay for out of your pocket? Or, you know, you can go to community college for free if you have a certain grade point average. But would you dare let your child do a student loan now? Because there's no guarantee. I mean, it's not like they're going to get another free student loan, which we're doing now. Yes. I mean, you and I have a student loan right now. We inherited one. But do well, you think student loans are good? Should we do that or should we just, are we gonna make colleges free for everybody?
0: Well, I think that would be the end goal of, of the Biden administration that it won't work though. But I, I'll tell you, my experience is, is that both of my children, uh, I paid for their college education. Mm-hmm. And and however, uh, Joseph went on and got his master's and he had to pay for it himself and he had to borrow money to do it. So. Mm-hmm you know, but that was his choice. You know, and I told him I, I was lucky enough that I could pay for their college, but a lot of people can't do that. So I think you got just got to work it out the best you can.
2: I, well, you know, I, I guess, I guess I'm just saying, would you dare let your kids, uh, I mean, I don't want people out there thinking, oh, they're going to forgive the loan. Don't worry about it. Go borrow whatever you want to.
0: No, no, I don't think so.
2: I don't think that's a, a good plan. No, All no. right, Ed, tell everybody how they can listen to this show.
0: Well, let me tell you, You can. Uh, it's available at edandbob.com, or you can download the Apple Podcast app, the Spotify app, or the TuneIn app. Boy, we're everywhere. Search Ed and Bob. <laughs> be sure to subscribe on the Alexa app. On, set their skill settings to enable TuneIn, and then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, well, you want to hear, boys, and you say the Ed, Ed and Bob show. Don't say the, just say Ed and Bob show. And if you didn't get any of that, you can call me and I'll go over it again real <laughs>
1: slow.
2: <laughs> hey, uh, you can come. We'd like to comment too if you want to call and comment. And say, hey, everything Ed said, I can't make it happen. Uh, we're go to edandbob.com. And you can do that. We're also uh, got emails edandbob at yahoo.com. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, the the show is Ed and Bob KNOX. Uh, Ed is at Ed Brantley. Bob is at Bob Thomas, KNOX. We're on Facebook, stuff like that. Uh, anything you want to apologize for, Ed? Uh... Well, there's probably a lot of things I should, but I'm just too <laughs> old to do it. I uh, hear you. Are. Anybody you want to shout out to? Any business or any person? or? No, I'm good. Thank you, All Lord. right, brother. And uh, we've got another show coming up in about a week or so. What is it going to be about?
0: Oh, you're going to like this. Who are the oldest? richest and longest serving members of congress
2: Mm, i bet they're democrats oh did i say that i'm sorry (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know if they are or not to be honest with you so i may be a long time i may eat my words but i want term limits i can promise you that we'll do that next time ed i enjoyed it man thank
0: you brother you take, take be healthy
2: All right, I will, we will get together soon, have a little lunch or dinner, hopefully sometime soon. And uh, everybody, thank you for
1: listening. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning, I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be Beautiful, I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said, tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head? Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? Like this sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a bowl? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just to be, beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. She's telling me we'll be wet. She's picked out a king-sized bed. I couldn't feel any better, or I'd be sick. Tell me quick, oh, ain't love a kick. Tell me quick, ain't love a kick.